Hello everybody, this is Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk, broadcasting on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, and available for download on iTunes, part number six of our eight-part NFL preview. Going into the AFC North, our last preview was the AFC East, and this is going to surprise a lot of people, but I actually have the number one seed coming out of the AFC North, and that is Pittsburgh. So I'm going to go right into this. I had New England at 11-5 and in my AFC East preview. I'm giving the Steelers a 12-4 and record. Now, a lot of people will say, wait a minute, their defense isn't that good. And I agree. I think their defense is a major concern, but I looked at their schedule. They get their toughest opponents at home, and that is a huge home field advantage. I think Van Roethlisberger is going to have a big year. And this is going to be, to me, a year where they feel like they have to get it done this year. Because Le'Veon Bell is probably going to leave in free agency. Ben Roethlisberger is getting older and has hinted at retirement. So to me, this almost feels like this is the year they're going to go all in. Maybe they'll make even a draft pick trade. Maybe they'll trade the first round pick at some point in the season to get a defensive player in there. But to me, it just feels like Pittsburgh's all in this season. They're going to throw everything they have into the season. Their schedule's very good, and I think they have a very good schedule, and they could possibly run the table in the AFC North. I think they're clearly better than the Browns and Bengals, and even the Ravens, even though those are two great games, and I might have a surprise for Ravens fans coming up next. But I do think it's possible. I love Ben Roethlisberger. And it would be one heck of a heavyweight fight if the AFC title game. And the way I have it pictured right now and the way I have this set up is I have the Steelers with the number one seed. And could you imagine an AFC title game where Tom Brady has to travel to Ben Roethlisberger to see who plays in the Super Bowl next year? You cannot tell me that gets you excited. And you have a chance that it would be a good game. Because when it goes to New England... It just feels like New England's going to win it, but with going to Pittsburgh, it just feels like there's some uncertainty there. And look, defense is a major concern with the Steelers, but everywhere else they have an A quarterback, A running back, A-plus receiver, I think an A-minus head coach. Everywhere else across the board, and they do have a pass rush. They might not have the great secondary, but they got some edge rushers, and to me that is going to be enough. And they have the offense that, look, they're going to be in a lot of shootouts but they have the cavalry to compete in those shootouts. So in second place, I have the Baltimore Ravens at 9-7. and seven. Now, a lot of people have been hard on the Ravens and hard on Joe Flacco. And listen, I don't think Lamar Jackson is anywhere close to playing, but it could get interesting. Now, this record will change if the Ravens struggle or a 500 team early in the season. I think you're going to see the Lamar Jackson push from the fan base and from the media to put him in the game. And look, Flacco... Say what you want about Joe Flacco, but he's been a quarterback that when he's been in pressure situations, when he had the contract situation, he balled out and won a Super Bowl. His back's against the wall. I think he's going to come out swinging. I think he's going to have a great year, despite not having great personnel on that offense. And look, I like the Ravens' offensive lines. I like their line play, and I think their defense is going to surprise a lot of people, although Baltimore always has a competent defense. I think they're going to be in the playoff hunt at 9-7. Now, once again, this can change if they put Jackson. I think Jackson is a good project for this team, but he's completing under 50% of the preseason. He just does not look great, and he's just relying on his legs right now. He needs time to develop and learn the playbook. And look, I think Flacco's going to have a big year. And if the Ravens get in the postseason, 
Heck, anything can happen. I mean, Joe Flacco, we knock him all the time, but he's 10-5 in the postseason. He plays well in the postseason. And the Ravens, all they have to do is get to the tournament. And if they get in the tournament, they could be scary in the postseason. And I have them lined up just to do that at 9-7. and seven. I think Flacco has a big bounce back year, especially now being pushed by Lamar Jackson. I don't think they're going to have enough firepower to compete with the Steelers. But in this division where they have favorable matchups and four of the games against the Browns and Bengals, I think that they can feed off of those two teams, possibly go 4-0 against those teams. And more importantly, I don't think they have a hard schedule. I looked at it today, and I think it's a favorable schedule. And look, I don't think it necessarily have a lot of great talent, but they have a good enough quarterback in this division, clearly the number two quarterback at the time in this, in this division, and a good enough defense to finish at 9-7. Now I have Cleveland at 6-10. People saying, why 6-10? and 10? I think that this is going to be an interesting team. I think I might be a little bit too high on the Browns with six wins, but they have a lot of talent on this roster, and I think it's going to be a desperation season for Hugh Jackson. And I don't think the fan base is going to love it, but I think he's going to play Tyrod Taylor longer than people necessarily want. I think Tyrod, people are saying, oh, Baker's going to be in there in the first four weeks, and that could certainly be the case if they get off to a bad start. But... I think he's going to stick with Tyrod to at least the halfway point, get him four victories, hopefully three or four victories, and then the back end of the season. Cleveland has a good schedule, but I just think that if they put Baker Mayfield in there, I would say that they could be a potential 7-9 team with Tyrod Taylor. But with Baker, I have them as the, if he started in week three, I have them more of a 4-12, 5-11 team. So I'm splitting the difference because, to me, Ty Hugh Jackson knows Tyrod is his best option moving forward. And don't forget, this is a coach that's 1-31. And, and no matter what that front office says, it's a different general manager than brought him in. He has a offensive coordinator who, through hard knocks, you see he's also had experience. Haley has had experience as a head coach. And you're not telling me if they struggle and he gets a good rapport with Baker Mayfield that he's not in line for a head coaching position next with the Browns. So, all of that is very interesting to watch. I think the Browns will be a fun team to watch just to see what happens, especially after Hard Knocks. I think there's a lot of good drama with this team. They have a lot of good young players on this roster, but it comes down to the quarterback position. And I do think Tyrod's going to start more games than people might want. I think people want to see what Baker can do. But once again, I think Hugh Jackson feels he needs to win minimum six games to get comeback. Because if this is the 3-13 season again, or 4-12 season. I mean, don't forget, Tyrod Taylor also led the Bills to the postseason last year after they hadn't been there for two decades. So He has experience in turning around franchises you would never think you could turn around. So for me, I do think that Tyrod's going to get more starts than people think, and I think he's going to stay a little longer, but that's going to lead to an extra victory or two, so I have the Browns finishing at 6-10. and 10. And finally, the Cincinnati Bengals. At 6-10, and 10, I just think that this team, they just feel like they need a reboot. They have a lot of olding veter older veterans on this defense. They're starting to get long in a tooth on the defense. They have some exciting new playmakers on the outside, but they just still have Andy Dalton. And look, when this team was loaded a couple of years ago, when they had an A-plus running game, A-plus weapons on the outside, when they had a great offensive line, when their defense was stacked, when you could make the case they had a top five, top six roster in the NFL, and with Andy Dalton, it worked. They were 11-5, 10-16. But now I think you're seeing this roster regress. It's getting older. They've lost some key players on this team. And 
I think Andy Dalton's not the talent that can overcome those deficits. I think he is what he is. He's a C-plus quarterback. He's an average quarterback that if you have pieces around him, he can be a competent quarterback. But he's not the type of guy that's going to elevate people around him on the team. And to me, it just feels like the Bengals, they're just going to need a reboot after this year. I don't think they have the talent to compete with the Steelers, the Ravens. And you know what? Even the Browns, you look at the quarterbacks right now, you can make a case that Tyrod is just as good as Andy Dalton. You can make a case that the rosters right now, Cleveland might have a better roster, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I, to me, it just feels like this team has gotten stale. They need a reboot. They need a rebuild right now. And look, they had a good run. And don't get me wrong about Marvin Lewis. I think he's a very good head coach, but I just think this team needs a new direction. I think they just need a new injection of life. And listen, Albert Einstein said it best. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and expecting a different result. They're a team that's on their way, in my opinion, to their third consecutive under 500 season with a quarterback. I think they're going to have a new quarterback next year through the draft. I think they're going to have a high draft pick. And I think they're going to say, with the new quarterback, let's get a new head coach that can hopefully coach him up. And don't get me wrong, I think Marvin Lewis deserves a job in the NFL. I just think he's done an incredible job with the Bengals. But sometimes you just need to break something down just to get some fresh blood in there. And I just think, unfortunately, Marvin Lewis will probably not be back with the Bengals head coach. And I have them in the division cellar at 6-10. and 10. I just think Cleveland's got a younger roster, a better overall roster. And I just they feel like their direction just feels better for the Bengals. It just feels like they're going in the wrong direction. So that's my preview on the AFC South. Once again, the Steelers 12-4, and four, Ravens 9-7, and seven, Browns and Bengals both 6-10, and 10, with the Browns getting a slight edge. Once again, the Browns, depending on when they start Baker, that might number might change a little bit. Once again, I'm going to change these during, during the season. After week four, I'm going to update my previews after seeing these teams through the first four games where they're going to finish, especially because at that point we'll have a good idea, especially this year with all the young quarterbacks, if they're playing by that point or if they're still on the bench because their stars are overplaying and playing exceptionally well. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. But that's this preview. I think the Steelers are going to host home field throughout the postseason. I have the Ravens at 9-7 competing for the playoff. And I have the Browns moving upwards from zero wins to six wins and the Bengals going downward and possibly moving off of Marvin Lewis at the end of the season. And more on that, we're going to have a podcast coming up soon about my five coaches on the hot seat. And spoiler alert, Marvin Lewis is one of those coaches. We're going to talk about why they're on the hot seat and what they could potentially do to save their jobs. But thank you for so much for joining us here today on Rich Sports Talk. I'm Nolan Rich. Remember to hit that like and subscribe button for all the latest content from the show. And until next time, this is Rich Sports Talk.